Hey guys, PK here. What I found is that most people, you know, they build themselves an income that harvests their human energy into a salary or a wage, right? And like, you know, it's good, the structure's okay, but it only works on a tiny scale. You know, you can work a nine to five, you know, make, you know, 70, 80, 90, maybe $100,000. But if you really want a higher income, your energy and time are finite. So you can't scale that, you know, trading time for money thing doesn't work. So as soon as things grow, as soon as you have a desire or that desire translates into action and practicality and results and your income grows, your wage grows, that is when chaos descends, okay? And your time and energy are sucked up, defeating the entire purpose of growing your income in the first place. Why am I ta saying all this, right? Property investing, uh, I mean, please don't uh, be repulsed by my constant promotion of property investing, but it's really true. You know, you it really does decouple that link between income and effort. And that is the definition of passive income. And I think so many of you, especially if you're brand new to property investing, you think, well, I got to get this right, which is true. And you just automatically say, well, I don't know anything about it. I got to outsource this to, you know, one of these buyer's agents or property investment companies that I see on Facebook ads or YouTube ads or, you know, DMing me or a friend is telling me about, okay, but this episode, I go into the truth about buyer's agents and whether you really need one. Like, I'm very, very outspoken on this. I'm probably the only person with any influence, as small as it may be, in the Australian real estate industry who has this opinion based on facts. Okay, you won't hear this type of content in any other real estate channel anywhere in Australia that you're following, okay? So it's going to change your worldview and I want you to stick around to the end and I want to apologize as well. You know, I'm always very, try to be honest. I want to apologize for the audio quality because I recorded this impromptu, unscripted, unprepared in the Gold Coast hinterlands as I was going on a bit of a trek with my family. I just got the phone out and recorded it. So, I mean, the content is fire, but there is a few, there's a few cicadas and and crickets and things like that in the background. So please ignore them. We've tried to take that out as much as possible, but I really did want to include that, um, you know, in this content in this episode because the content is is really just too good not to include. So I hope you get a ton of value out of it and are really, you know, reshaping your thinking based on not just what I'm saying, you know, obviously I have an agenda, but just based on reality. Welcome to the Oz Property Investment Mastery Podcast. My name's PK and I help busy people build passive income by buying top 5% growth and positive cash flow property and build a portfolio using data without wasting months doing research, spending weekends at inspection or catching flights, or dropping ten dollars to $20,000 on buyer's agents every single time. So if you're confused, lack confidence, and just overwhelmed with all the information and marketing misinformation available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. Okay, so 
Buyer's agents. Buyer's agents are a relatively new phenomenon. Um, in the States, they, in the USA, they're quite more common. They've been there quite um, prevalent in the real estate industry for about 20 years or more. And the average buyer's agent in the USA charges or costs around two to $4,000. I know that's way less than what they charge here, which is between 10 and $20,000. Um, now in Australia, it's more of a new phenomenon. Like when I started investing, buyer's agents weren't really a big thing. I think about 10 years ago, there was about 200 buyer's agents across Australia. And now in 2020 or going on to 2021, I think there's more like 1200 or 1500. What happened was that between 13 and 17, um, the, the Sydney market and the Melbourne market boomed. All these people either got lucky or, or did really well through skill and, and talent. And they decided to leave their nine to five and become a buyer's agent. And you know, because all of the podcasts that you guys consume, all of the content that you guys consume on Facebook groups, on um, books, you know, um, on podcasts, on forums and magazines, um, you know, all of these things, it's all run by buyer's agents. It seems like you need one, okay? Because they're all saying the same thing. Now, I'm not against buyer's agents. I have a lot of friends who are buyer's agents as well. But let me take you through the, the pros and cons of using a buyer's agent. But I just wanna say, because all the content, like if you're brand new to real estate, if you're brand new to property investing and you're like, well, I, I need to figure out where to start. I need to figure out how to do research. How do I get a loan? Where do I buy? What to buy? Buy positive cash flow, growth, all of these terms that, that you hear and you start to become educated about. The way that you're educating yourself for free is through all this content that buyers agents are producing, podcasts, um, Facebook groups, online forums, chats, books, uh, books. Um, I'm probably missing a whole bunch here as well. You know, there's so many YouTube. YouTube's the other one. Lots of buyers agents on YouTube. And because they're saying the same thing, they're saying, look, to become a property investor, you need a team. It's a team sport, right? You need a mortgage broker. You need a conveyancer. You need a tax accountant. You need property manager, which are all true, by the way. And then they kind of slip in. You need a buyer's agent. It's not bad to have a buyer's agent, but you don't need a buyer's agent, okay? But because all this content that you're consuming suggests that that you need a buyer's agent and that brand new people who know nothing about property investing need a buyer's agent, that's why people are tricked or, you know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If enough buyer's agents are saying that you need a buyer's agent and if all the content in Australian real estate is produced by them, then everyone, especially if you're a novice property investor, thinks that you need a buyer's agent. And even in sort of, um, in sort of independent so-called podcasts, now I'm sure you've heard the podcast, The Property Couch, right? I'm sure you've heard of it. It's actually a fantastic podcast, has done a lot for a lot of people. But once again, they're buyer's agents. There's a particular bias behind that. They even have a course that they sell for 300 bucks. But once again, you know, it's, it's advertised as a DIY. You don't need us. You don't need to spend $16,000 on us. Go do the course, $300 course. What are you going to get out of it? It's basically an upsell to their product, to their buyer's agency. Smart property investment show. Now, 
hosted by Phil Tarrant. It's actually a fantastic show. I still um, listen to it every now and then. I used to be hooked on it when I first started. I actually got a lot out of it, so just massive kudos to that podcast. But once again, every person that they interview is a buyer's agent. It's buyer's agent after buyer's agent after buyer's agent. And here's the thing. The majority of money that the podcast makes is through sponsorships. Guess who's sponsoring them? It's buyers agents. A minimum of thirty to forty thousand dollars to have your ads on that show, on the magazine, on the website by Smart Property Investor. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. But the only thing that I'm trying to convey is that once again, it is、um, marinated in the bias. That show its content is marinated in the bias that you need a buyer's agent. Okay, I could go on and on, and there's actually two biggest advantages that I see of using a buyer's agent. And I'm not a buyer's agent, but here's two advantages of using a buyer's agent. Number one, if you're sort of a very very busy business owner or a busy executive, a general manager, a group executive, a CEO, and you have not even two hours a week for about two months to spare. To learn property investing, to learn strategy, to learn data, and execute that. If you don't have that kind of time, two hours a week for about two months, then I'll be honest with you: a buyer's agent, a good one, you know, there's fifteen hundred. Only a good one is actually pro- probably the right move for you because you have no time to figure the stuff out yourself, and it's better to pay someone to do it. And just get it done because property is a fantastic asset class. So that's the first reason that you would actually use a buyer's agent. And the second reason is if you have no interest in property, if you're just thinking, "Look, I have money in the bank. I have no like preference of whether it's stocks, real estate, Bitcoin, or anything else. I just want my money working hard for me. I don't really want to learn about property. It's kind of really boring to me. If that's you, then once again." You know, property can make you a lot of money, but it can also eat you for lunch if you don't know what you're doing. So, if you have zero time and zero passion for property, then it's probably a good idea to use a buyer's agent as well. But that's kind of where it ends. Okay, so let me debunk a few things. Some people think that it's a good idea to buy to go through a buyer's agent and pay ten to twenty thousand、um, dollars for the privilege to do so. Because they negotiate better, because they are better negotiators. Here's the real deal. Now, buyers agents, because they work on volume, right? They work on volume. They need to buy properties for their clients again and again and again and again in the same location、um, to be able to make money. That's how their business works. Because that is the case, they need to establish and maintain very good relationships with local real estate agents. What that means. Sounds good on the surface. What it really means is they don't negotiate as hard as they ought to. They don't negotiate as hard as they could, and they don't negotiate as hard as they should. What's the reason? Like, let's say the valuation of a property is five hundred. They're not going to try to get it for four sixty. They're not going to try to get it for four eighty in most cases, because they don't want to make enemies with the real estate agent. They're relying on that agent. To bring them or to sell them more and more and more properties, because that's how the buyer's agent will satisfy their clients. Whereas if you learn to do it yourself, then you can negotiate in a way that you kind of create a frenemy. You know,、uh, my grandfather used to say that if you buy a house and the real estate agent kind of doesn't like you towards the end, you haven't negotiated hard enough. Now I'm not sure if I 
fully agree with that saying, but the whole point is that if you negotiate as hard as you can, as strategically as you can, by learning the right techniques, by learning the right strategies, which by the way aren't hard, then you can get a better negotiation outcome than a buyer's agent. The second thing, buyer's agent bring you off-market deals. Not true, okay? Off-market deals are not the monopoly of buyer's agents. There have been property investors in the last 50 years in Australia that have bought hundreds of thousands of properties off-market, which means that they didn't list on realestate.com.au. In the last year, in 2020 alone, more than 30 of my clients have bought properties off market without using a buyer's agent, okay? Just through education, just through knowledge. The third reason that you don't need a buyer's agent, some people think that you need to be on the ground and really understand a suburb before you wanna buy there, not true. These days, the data tells you everything. And we're not talking high-level data like vacancy rate and historical growth and yield. We're talking really micro data that once you learn this, you can actually form a really a rich picture of what's going on in a suburb, right? And there's no reason to smell the coffee at a local cafe. There's no reason to go hang out with the teachers at the local school. There's no reason to smell the paint on the white picket fence on the on the houses in that area that stuff makes no difference right schools could be great white picket fence could be really white coffee could smell and taste awesome but the suburb could tank right there is nothing you achieve from walking around the suburb driving around the suburb that cannot be achieved in 2020 2021 online that's a fact and i dare you to challenge me on that it's true Okay, so you don't need to be on the ground. That's one of the sales or marketing tactics of buyers agents. Oh, look, you know, um, you're in Sydney, you want to buy in Adelaide or you want to buy in Brisbane. I'm, I'm here on the ground. I'll sh I know everything. doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You can learn all that stuff, right? And that's the other thing. The fourth thing why you don't need a buyer's agent. People think that, oh, look, well, property and real estate is not my specialization. I'm in IT or I'm an engineer or I'm a carpenter or I'm something else. You know, I can't learn property. The, re the reality is, is that to become a buyer's agent, you need a four-day, pretty high-level real estate course. I think it's four days or something like that. So this stuff isn't hard, right? And by doing that license, it doesn't make you a good or bad property investor or a good or bad buyer's agent, right? What you can achieve by yourself without a buyer's agent is exactly the same, if not more, than through a buyer's agent if you educate yourself. It's not rocket science. It's not got like going to Harvard or MIT and doing a rocket science degree. It's just processes. It's just data. It's just a methodology. It's just a system, a sequence of processes, steps that you need to follow. And once you understand them, then you can get the same results. Now, of course, by going to all the free content online, you can start to develop a, a sense of what all this stuff is but you won't have it locked down, especially not the data side, where to buy and what to buy. That is really where the more science comes in. And I'll tell you, 80% of buyers agents don't even do that. They just follow the population growth. They just follow where the good schools are, the good shopping centers are, uh, where the parks are, anyone can do that. But that doesn't even constitute advanced property investing. So that's number four. Number five, um, time. Right, People think that, okay, well, I'm interested in learning, but I don't have that kind of time. Once again, like I said at the start, 
all it takes is about two hours a week for about two months. Okay, that's all it takes. All it takes. If you know someone who's a successful property investor and can teach it to you for free, do that. It's free. Okay, um, but that's what I do for my students. You know, it takes about two hours a week for about two months and you can become your own buyer's agent. In fact, you could sell your services much better than most buyer's agents out there, but that's not what I'm there to do. I'm mostly there to help you become self-sufficient because the sixth disadvantage of going with a buyer's agent is that, sure, you may be lacking confidence. Sure, this you may have never invested in property before, but if you go down the buyer's agent's route, then you're paying ten to fifteen to twenty thousand dollars every single time. And of course, if you only want to buy one property, then maybe that's an okay idea. But if you have aspirations to actually develop a passive income in ten years' time or something like that, and buy three, four, five, six properties, then it's really up to you. You know, do you want to pay seventy-five thousand dollars or sixty thousand dollars in buyer's agent's fees? as you accumulate that portfolio. That's like another one and a half deposits right there. Okay, so a lot of people think, let me go to a buyer's agent first and then I'll learn this stuff for myself. Well, if you're gonna learn it for yourself anyway, because you don't wanna pay that BA fee every single time, then why not learn at the start? Because by learning through a mentor that can hold your hand and rely on data so it's not opinion, you can get the same level of confidence that the buyer's agent has in his or her service for yourself. Okay, so I think that's like number six. I don't know if I've covered everything, but it was things like off-market opportunities. You can do that yourself. Negotiation, you can do that yourself. You can get off-market deals yourself every day of the week. Negotiation, you can do that just as well, if not, I would argue, better than a buyer's agent because you can go hard once you learn. You don't need to be on the ground. The data tells you everything. Um, you can use data and apply a system to take the 15,000 suburbs and boil them down to your top two or three. It takes about three to four hours. You can be fully confident in that, done it hundreds of times. Um, time doesn't take very long, two hours a week for about four, uh, sorry, two months. Um, and you know, this whole confidence thing, a lot of people just go to a buyer's agent because they're not confident. It's just like anything. If you learn to do something, you can gain confidence in that for yourself. I know it seems hard, it's a bit like, um, going in for that first job, you know, you, you go to the interview, you're not confident, you don't know if you'll be able to do the job, you're kind of putting on an act for the interviewer, you're hoping that you get the job and you're hoping that you'll be good at it. But once you've been in that job for like a, a couple of weeks, then you're like, of course I can do this, you know, I can do this pretty easy now. So it's just like that, it's a fear of the unknown. Once you just try to understand real estate investing, it is actually not that difficult. You can understand you know, 40% of the basics through free content online, YouTube, podcasts, and things like that. But the devil is in the detail. And for that, you need to really learn deep, precise data. That is the most important thing. And if you can build that confidence, which hundreds and thousands, I mean, everyone used to do that themselves before buyers agents became a phenomenon t 10 years ago. If you can do that, which is not hard, then you can save yourself you know, literally fifty to $100,000 of buyer's agent fees as you accrue a portfolio of four, five, six properties over the course of five or so years or five to 10 years. It's entirely possible. Now I have a massive 
um, bias and saying all this because I'm not a buyer's agent, but I'm just trying to be a little bit outspoken, a little bit of the underdog, trying to produce some content that is different to all the buyer's agencies that you guys will be following on podcasts, on YouTube, all that stuff. But just be careful, right? Just, just be careful that the content you consume, all of it is basically from buyer's agents. So you need to see the forest from the trees, take a step back and really see why they are saying what they are saying. Okay, if they are saying that it's all too hard, you know, real estate is, is too difficult, you need a buyer's agent on your team, they'll find you off-market properties, they'll negotiate better than they could, than you could th yourself, you know, see it for what it is. You know, sometimes um, buyer's agents say that, you know, it's a buyer's agency is like an electrician, you know, if you have an electrical problem at home, you're not going to try to figure it out yourself. Um, you're going to hire an, an, a professional, someone who knows what they're doing, and they're going to do it for you in a way that's reliable, safe, and trustworthy. That's the argument they say. I would give it a different analogy. I would say they're more like a handyman, right? Let's say you wanted to mow the lawn. Now, of course, you can air tasker it and pay someone or you can just do it yourself. Maybe that's not the best analogy because it's a little bit um, not super skilled. Let's say growing an, a, a vegetable garden, right? Okay, let's see where this goes. Growing a vegetable garden, not anyone can do it. You need to understand the season, the watering, the fertilizer, the, the types of plants that you need, the, the timing, how to maintain them. There's a science to it, right? You could say, look, this is too hard. I'm just going to get a landscaper. I'm going to get a professional to do this. Or you could learn to do it yourself. How many of you would say that it's impossible to learn how to create a veggie garden, a veggie patch, right? Almost no one. It's pretty easy. You just need to learn how to do it. So a buyer's agent is like that. You can either outsource that, but really that's just a very expensive labor hire. That's my view on most buyer's agents, unless you have no time and no passion. So once again, I hope you got a ton of value out of that, guys. Thank you for bearing with the audio quality. I hope you're not going to, um, <laughs> you're not going to penalize me for it. But I, I do apologize. But hopefully, the content itself made up for it. My name's PK, and and. Like always, I'm so, so grateful for all of you, each and every one of you lending me your ears um, for this last sort of 20 minutes. I'm, I'm very grateful and I'll see you next episode. Ciao.